Oh my God, it's time for another Minor Revelations with Drew Drogi. I've had a lot of coffee, so I'm just coming in hot. Um, hello, how are you? Oh my God, I have been doing this thing, and I've been talking to a lot of people, and it seems like there's the thing that we're all doing now, which is the second we wake up, grabbing our phones and swiping over to the news and just seeing like what's going on now. Holy shit. Is he impeached yet? Who's dead? Uh, what's on fire? Like, what crazy shit is going on in our world? Um, we're living in fear right now. We're living in a horrible time right now. And um, we're going to look back on this time and be like, oh, my God, I, what did we do? What was what was happening? But, yeah, there's... There's so much going on, and I think that we are, um, we're just sort of coping the best that we can. And I know a lot of people are like choosing to ignore it completely um, and just kind of doing their own thing. And they're just like, what can I do? And then a lot of people that are so consumed by it that are just, it's, it's sort of, you know, it's maybe not healthy because it's just this constant barrage of like, how many things can I do? But I think ultimately, um, believe it or not, as much as I bitch and moan and complain, throughout my life and to uh, all of my friends and loved ones. I I do think I'm an optimist in the sense that I think this is all ultimately good. I think ultimately this is the last horrible dying grip of the disgusting straight old white man and they're being as horrible and ugly and just, and just filthy as they can be as they slowly pull away from uh, this new beautiful thing that's happening. And the beautiful thing that's happening is that we are we are um, informed and we and we care and we're and we're like connecting and we are from we are protesting we're making phone calls um but even on a even on a um a smaller level like i i just noticed the other day in my neighborhood um there was a there was this like bake sale for and they were giving all the money to planned parenthood and it was like donate what you can there was you know we've made all these things and it was and, and they maybe give a couple hundred dollars to planned parenthood but it was getting people to connect and talk to each other and actually in LA the, the joke is you don't know your neighbors and it's so true but we were meeting our neighbors and i was like i've lived in this place for 2 years and i'm meeting people that i live next door to at a building next door like hi nice to meet you and we are we are connecting in that way we are um, we are supporting each other and we and we just we can't be afraid of of what's next and we can't be afraid of each other I've also just I, I know we're on edge but oh my god I've just noticed a lot with with interacting with strangers that people don't know how to talk to each other as strangers and that is one thing that like in other cities like in New York people are a lot better at just kind of like just starting a conversation with a stranger and it's not anything more than just like we're standing in line or we're on a train or whatever and we're just going to have small talk and chat and there's nothing more to it than that. But in LA people freak out and they're like, "Well, what do you want from me or what are you doing to me?" and it's this crazy thing. The other day I, w- I was like at a coffee place and I w- got in line and I guess like this couple was like towards they were like right at the door so when I walked in and it was as if I came in with like a bloody knife 
and just like furry teeth and and rage at this woman. She like yelped at me as I'm, you know, and just to like be in line behind her. It was just as if I was the you know out to get her. Um, so I was you know immediately I go calm down or something. I think I said something horrible. <laughs> Because <laughs> I just I'm like I'm not a scary person. You're not allowed to be scared of me. At, at which point I'm 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 screaming at someone. So that that helps. That really helps. Um, and uh, maybe a year ago I, you know I have I I have a very distinctive walk and I think I'm it's very clear when I'm heading somewhere. I'm also like five feet of legs. I mean it's like I really am. I'm, I'm all legs and I'm I walk very quickly. I always have somewhere to be. I never just casually stroll anywhere. It's always like there's a point I need to get there. And I walked up behind this family, and this woman had a, a had a, a child in her in her, and she was holding this kid's hand, and the dad had the um had the, the toddler on his shoulders, and as I walked behind them, and I said, "Excuse me," this woman grabbed her kid away from you know away from from my path, and she screamed at me, "You startled me." And it was just like, I, I startled you. Like, there are people else in the world. And I know we're scared right now. And I know we're like, oh, what's going to happen? And is the sky going to turn black at any moment? And, you know, are we going to have to run to some shelter or whatever? But we have to not be afraid of each other. And um, I and I need to calm down. I do need to calm down and, and realize that we're all going through stuff. But um, let's just, um, let's love each other. Let's get through this. Let's... Um, Let's uh, create and 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 be wonderful and and don't stop. Don't like you know. Life's a full time job. Don't stop making those phone calls. Don't stop you know doing those bake sales. Don't stop the posting those articles. Doing everything you can. Stay awake. Stay involved. Um, we're getting through this. Hi guys, how are you? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I do this. I do the weirdest thing. I, I say hi, how are you? And my guests don't know that they can say hello. I'm sitting here with two of my favorite people, and you guys are just sitting here like quietly sitting through, through my intro. Like, like, he kind of like looked like around. Like, is he talking to? I know. I, I tried to do my. I did. Uh, <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> this is going great. I, uh, I I just did my intro when you both were sitting here so lovely, quiet, and so now I, I'm involving you into my and in, into the show. I'm sitting here with two of my. Uh, of my favorite people, Tim McCurden and Jeffrey Self. Hi, Drew. Hi, Hi guys. Drew. Hi, Tim. Hi, Jeffrey. How are you? It's really nice to sit on, you know, high back stools. Isn't it nice? Across from you. It's very nice. With just <laughs> like a brick. With sort of just like a, a nice, safe there's amount an, of distance between us. There's a big distance us. between yes. us. So just in case, <laughs> yeah. you know, if you want to kick your legs yes. out or, you know, you can just do whatever you want. Absolutely. Right. Oh, my God. Well, um, how are your dates going? My days or my dates, honey? You're both. I want to hear about your days and your dates. I want to hear all about your them. Your day dates. <laughs> my day dates. Uh, my day's been fine. I uh, got up. I had I had breakfast uh, at a diner. Ooh. And, Ooh. Uh, Fancy. I applied to adopt a dog, but then oh realized. Oh, my God. But, like, then I realized, like, I don't have time to do that in the next, like, three weeks. And then this, like, lady who was very excited <laughs> named Randy. Of course. Was it Randy Graff? <laughs> it's Randy Graff. Randy was. 
two E's. Kept oh, calling yeah. me, has called me now three times. Oh my God! About, Calm down, Randy. <laughs> yeah. So just that today, just this, this just this morning. Uh-huh. So. Oh my God! No, Randy, stop. <laughs> it's just like play it cool, babe. There's a thing about. I mean, you know. I mean, thank God for. Um, Animal rescue people, and that's like oh, a totally. wonderful thing—a calling to people, to people that do that, and they, they, you know. But there is um, sort of an ongoing, like, sort of super desperate. There's an urgency. I don't know if Randy wants this dog out of her house. I don't know <laughs> yeah. if she's just like busy. I don't know. But she really has something to do, and that is like. <laughs> and then, of course, like in your application, you have to be like, "I work from home. I don't really do much all day." But then I'm avoiding her calls, right. so I can't right. be like, "Right, sorry, exactly. I was at work." Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she knows everything about. She me. knows. You're going to get home, and the dog's going to be there, <laughs> and exactly. ra- or just Randy, oh, Randy. the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Randy's going to be on all fours, panting, <laughs> and just. Ex- Expecting you to just like holding a leash in her mouth through clenched teeth and then tossing it at me and then like yelping. <laughs> oh my god! Well, that's a lot. That's like a full morning. That's, that's been a lot. My morning. That's a what lot. About you, Tim? Oh god! I woke up and I'm like one of those assholes doing P90X. Good for oh, you. Wow. It's so stupid. So I was no, like you jumping great, around. My, thank you. But I jumped around my apartment because it was plyo day. <laughs> what the hell does that what mean? What does that mean? It's, like, it's all jumping. It's all jumping exercises. My oh. knees are like shot. Are you, I had do you have s- downstairs neighbors? <laughs> <laughs> Through, uh, under half of my apartment. The other half is a garage. So at least I'm jumping over the garage okay, part. Okay, well, that's good. Um, but, it, but it's a lot. And that I just have to put it on mute because the guy that like... He runs the thing. It's just so annoying. He just doesn't stop talking. And it's, uh, um, it's too much. It's too much. I, I think I'm going to quit doing it. How long oh. have you been doing it? Like three weeks. Whoa. Oh, that's, yeah. No, no, no. It's really, that's really yeah. great. I just well, hate going to the gym. Right. And why are we even talking about? Like, well, no, cares? I mean, I'm working out with my, I have my, tra- I worked out with my trainer this morning and he made me do a lot of jumping today. <sighs> and I, when I have to jump, I go back to fifth grade yes. gym class. I go yes. like, to so much insecurity because when I had to jump hurdles, I was really bad at it and I always knocked into the hurdles and I always got laughed at. So I have, I am so in my head when I have to jump and it's the weirdest thing. And it's like, I, you know. And I, I, at this point in my life, I'm like, I'm just going to always have that to deal with because because um, a few weeks ago, he had me jump up onto this high box, like up <laughs> and off. And, like, and I said, I don't think I can do it. I mean, I know I can get high enough, but I'm in my head right. about of like course. just jumping far enough to land on the box and then back and then up and back. And I was Ugh. like, if I can get through the first one, I can get in a rhythm and do it. If that makes any sense. Yeah. But just the first one is like, <gasps> and I... Did, I tried to do it and I didn't jump far enough and I caught my legs on I mean are my like ankles on the edge of the box and slammed my legs Ouch. down onto the box and then I was like you know I'm going to play right now and I have to play a very glamorous woman <laughs> yeah. and I can't have banged up legs <laughs> so I was like I'm sorry vanity and fifth grade are keeping me from yeah. jumping on boxes also like why do you have to do all this like silly stuff in a workout like it, it's so it's, ridiculous the things you have to do in these it's things. crazy what you have to do just to maintain your own body. <laughs> it's like so yeah. and you're like, gross. And it's like, oh my God. And I don't do that much damage to my body, do no. I? But I have to, you know. And it's an ongoing thing. But today I was just jumping over um, a weight. Like I was, it was not that far, you know, but I had to do a lot of jumping today. It's, it's the worst part of it. 
Yeah. And I did these I things called like marathons where I was like, I was like down on the ground and I had to have one foot up on one side of me and then uh, immediately kick the other foot out to the other and just oh go back God. and forth. I was so, I was just like <laughs> heaving. So awful. Yes, I was just yes. like, this is the worst sweating. thing ever. Sweating. Does it make you throw up? No, it never has. But I definitely get nauseous. I get nauseous. Yeah. and I do too. And I, I get out. really, um, uh, you know, I just get out of breath and I get, you know, you know, and I start seeing crazy sparkles <laughs> yeah, and, and totally. you know, yes. totally I just hate it and I don't and I know people like they look forward to it I mean it feels great when you're done but do you right. tr- I don't I don't trust a single person who's like I look forward to the gym no well, I don't think they have much interesting to say they must usually. Not, or they must just I mean be really my trainers bored. really f- is really funny and and lovely and great and we have a lot of fame we like make each other laugh thank god he's like a funny person and yeah. he like has a good sense of humor and he'll we want to talk about like videos we've seen or like have you seen this whatever thank god because like if he was just like a like a juice head oh god that would be there's one guy that works out of our gym he's one of the trainers and he wears these horrible t-shirts oh, that just like say things that are just like uh, oh, oh, you know say things that are like you know um you know it's, it's you know yeah. it's time to pump bro <laughs> but, and they're all just like they're all like pro gym shirts but one of them said and i'm like i don't understand it's just disgusting but i don't quite understand it <laughs> but it just says your girlfriend knows <gasps> ew, ew. <laughs> pardon and it's like so are you fucking everyone's girlfriends <laughs> are you like yeah she knows i've got a big dick like what, what are you saying are or like, you or saying, like she knows that i that i can that i can just Pump make iron. love the fuck out of her like what well, i don't understand yeah. yeah, I don't understand what it means, but it's disgusting. Have you seen yeah. him wear that shirt more than once? Oh, I, oh, he wears it constantly. <laughs> he has like different colors. Yeah. <laughs> one for each day of the week. That's like his I don't know what it means, and I'm like, I just look at him and I'm like, you're stupid. Yeah, you're yeah. a stupid person. You don't have much going on. That's why uh, I used to go to the gym, but it was so unmotivated because I was like just watching people constantly mm-hmm. and like distracted. Mm-hmm. And if I had to watch one more man dry their crotch. Under Ooh. the hand dryer. <laughs> Ew. Oh, God. I know Daily. Disgusting. Daily. Jesus. I just, I couldn't do it anymore. What was oh this God. filthy gym what was you this, went What to? was this wet dick <laughs> gym? It was just 24-hour fitness in Glendale. Oh, well, oh, well, there, there you, you go. go. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a great deal. Anything with the word 24 hours in it is going to be problematic. Yeah. yeah, it's just, it's a lot. Uh, and it's that, that whole, the, the culture around it is, it's a lot. It's a lot to deal with. Yeah. And thank That's God. That's why I can just like work out at home. I like be a mess at home yeah. and not have yeah. to like look at anybody. Like, I like the, t- the term you just use, pro gym. <laughs> like that's like a culture. Uh, yeah, I think that's a movement. Yeah, yeah it is. It's like the gym. people that are just like they're constantly there and all about it. And there are people who do, I know people who go twice a day. Yeah, I do too. Oh. And like you, no. really, you should adopt children. Well, yeah, exactly. You need yeah. something to do. Yeah, you need a hobby, and you're pretty horrible because there's I don't know. And also, it gets <laughs> so we've torn like, about everyone who's healthy. <laughs> what? Now, now that we've torn apart everyone healthy <laughs> in the world. Would you like another martini? <laughs> I'm bringing in some salted cheddar that we can, you know, just, I don't know. Just worst. bricked cheddar. We're just going to eat and just drink and not give a shit. Oh, oh I know. I know. But, you know, whatever. What it's it's like do? I don't have some balance. Like, I really do enjoy, like, I like after it's over, I'm Me like, glad I did it. But, you know, and thank God I like my trainer because I didn't yeah. like him. I would be like, it would be a real mess. Yeah, it would be tough. It would be really, really, really tough to do. Um, well, talk to me. Do you guys have, uh, 
revelations or stories or I just wanted what? to read some from the book of Revelation. <laughs> oh, wonderful. <laughs> you do that a lot. So it's not really a revelation just that you would read from Revelation. Uh, in, yeah, uh, insert. Yes. Do you want to the most I, punishing book in the Bible? Yes. Certainly <laughs> the most terrifying. But you like ripped it out of the Bible and stapled it and just keep it in your pocket at all times. Yeah, that and the Love Machine are my two <laughs> favorite books from the Bible. <laughs> Jacqueline Suzanne's The Love Machine. Have you read that book actually? Of course I have. Have you read it, Tim? No. Do you know it? It's, it's so good. It's great. I I uh, they never made it into a movie, did they? They did, but it was but it was terrible, and I think it was a TV movie. They did all of those. They, books. Once is yes, never nice. enough. I once own. is not enough. Once is never enough. It's once great. It's great. It's so great. But it's so weird. It's so weird. Um, but the love machine is referencing the television. Yeah. They call the television the love machine, but it's about Robin Stone, and he's, he's also a love machine. He's, and he's this, like cool, and he's cool, and he's a producer. And you imagine like Michael Douglas in the early '80s, like that's kind of what you when I read the book. Totally. I think of him like I and I think like it was cocaine um, and a gold chain it was um, what's his name from Barbarella that did the movie oh that was in the movie the hot guy from oh, that who has the, the three names anyway name. he's Robin Stone and it's these three women that are like obsessed with him and one of them's a reporter and one of them's a socialite isn't she married to a studio like someone fam- socialite's like an o- a little older I yes think. someone's yes. a little older one of and the then another one's a model it's okay. a model and so they all are obsessed with Robin Stone and they all are having affairs with him yes. and he's like does whatever he wants and he's so sexy the book you're reading it you're like everyone wants to fuck Robin Stone and also, of course, because it's Jacqueline Suzanne, it's like two thousand pages. Long. Yes, <laughs> and the the books are so giant so, in large font. So you, and they and they these these insanely like pastel covers. So you, you you take them out in public and read them, and you are oh, like, I am the gayest thing alive, <laughs> yeah. and no apologies for it. I need to read um, these. Oh, they're great. Oh, they're so uh, actually. Good. I think she's a fantastic I writer. Too. Like she writes she, the way she writes. That world, oh, and I mean, Valley of the Dolls obviously is so great, but it's like it's the you know I, I think Once Is Not Enough is my favorite because it's just it's just so it's just you can't put it down. No, I completely. And everything's agree. like vodka, steak, and Benzedrine. <laughs> <laughs> that was her morning. Totally. And um, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, and she really like it, she really goes into like drugs and hangovers and oh, sex yeah. and the culture and everyone's just a horrible person and it's wonderful. Oh, life. Oh, it's a great life. So oh, this. 60s. Uh, to, uh, anyway, to be in that time. <laughs> yeah. I guess my revelation would be um, I don't know if I've ever really talked to you guys about this. I am like really, um, like, not even just like grossed out. I'm grossed out by, but like I have like a like almost like a physical reaction to ribbons. What? Wow. <laughs> Wait, ribbons? Like what kind of ribbons? Like okay, not necessarily like gift wrap ribbon where it's like plastic, but yeah. like a, like a satin, like silky, like ri- hair, like a ribbon a girl would wear in her oh, hair. Wow. Or like around her neck, or like when it's like <laughs> or like a, or like a dress is trimmed in rhythm uh, uh-huh. ribbon. I get so grossed out by that I don't know what it is it literally like makes my skin crawl wow yeah, yeah. and like my sister and I also hate bows really uh-huh. hate bows <laughs> and and like it literally like that's why like when I when I tie my shoes I tuck them in because I hate looking at bows really oh yeah it's wow. like freaks me out that's really fascinating and, yeah and I, uh. my sister had this bathrobe when I was growing up that was 
um, covered in red satin bows. And I just remember it used to make me physically nauseous to eat wow. breakfast if she was wearing it. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's something so like uh, dainty and I prissy think, yeah. about it and like cute. Yeah. And I also, like, you know, and I also really hate when um, when babies, when they, like babies have like a bow on their head and they're bald or oh, have just uh-huh, like wisps uh-huh. of hair. <laughs> yes. That like disgusts me. Like, so it, you hate it, angina. It, yes. Yes. <laughs> Revolt. <laughs> Revolted. <laughs> I find it so upsetting, and, and I just, yeah, I don't know really what it is, but I just there's like, also something like me dirty off. about bows. Yeah, there's like, like you don't clean a did bow. Did you clean it? You don't wash it. Yeah, like even talking about it right now, I'm like. <laughs> it makes me wow. want to vomit the wow. idea of it. Well, there is also something that's so. I remember as I was a kid that I think that's so stupid about them mm-hmm. that it's like funny. Like I always used to laugh at like going like growing up in church mm-hmm. and these women would wear hats mm-hmm. in church and I'm like, why? Why? Yeah. Well, to what what purpose does that serve? You're wearing a hat, yeah, in church. in church, and I and I always thought it was just ridiculous. Yeah, it's things like that. I also yeah, it's just the idea of like unnecessary accessories. I uh huh. Uh-huh. And also, I but also I have. It's not as intense, but I have a really hard time with bow ties. Okay, mm. I really don't like them, mm-hmm. and it's it. I don't. They don't gross me out as much as like a thin, like smooth, <laughs> oh, silky, oh. shiny ribbon, like. Ugh, but, but like a so bow tie, I, I don't really, I can't really handle the it. The more you never, talk about it, the more I'm you getting get it. Yes, it's no, I totally, so I totally get it now too, and I've never really consciously thought about it. Oh, you're like, it's all you'll but like now, I have, and and I've known you for so long and so well, Ugh. and I can't believe we've never talked about this before. I and I avoid it, like. Like when they're like, like there's a, even like there's an ad right now with like RuPaul for Drag Race who has like a giant bow on her wig, and I'm just like, I no, it's on her across her chest, and it just. It grosses me out. Like, even that, I'm like, just, it's too much. It's too, it's just something that is just. And I wonder if it's like goes back to like a childhood thing when you were just like, I don't. I don't know if it goes back to like, did something bad happen when (laughs) my sister was wearing that, that, that bow covered bathrobe <laughs> or was it the First fact of all, that like I also love like a bathrobe covered in bows like how functional is that that's the right. thing because like a bathrobe it's like you're still damp from the you know and it's so it should like, be like a, a wet ribbon oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's so not good. It's not oh, good. That sounds like a horrible indie rock, but like <laughs> wet, wet ribbon. ribbon. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Wet silk. Disgusting. Yeah, yeah. Well, that stinks. Like silk, like raw silk <laughs> raw is a disgusting silk. smell. Yeah. My mom used to have like a suit that was made with like raw silk, yeah. and I could smell it in the other room. My mother sold a lot of raw silk at her clothing boutique. And I would be so mad about God. it. I'm like, why? You know. <laughs> <laughs> also, you know, Pert Plus, the shampoo, oh, yeah. kind of vaguely smells like silk to me, and <laughs> yeah, it grosses okay. me yeah. out. Like, there's, yeah. like a, there's like a faint, like, just that, that, you know, and it's that pearly green shampoo, and it's always that, and that smell of it is like, oh, There's like a sweet, know there's something, it's like a sick sweetness. It's like something died and then was covered up with, like, candy. With, yeah. Or, like, you or know. Or, like, air freshener. Right, like there's like a cheapness to it. That, that I once was in New York and staying with a friend in, the, in their guest bedroom. On the bed, they had silk sheets. Oh, disgusting! Oh. <laughs> and I, I slept. I like slept on top of uh-uh. the quilt. Yeah, yeah. I, it's disgusting. I've I've slept on silk sheets once before, and it was one of the weirdest nights of my life. <laughs> like yeah. I just exactly. I just kept waking up being so 
grossed out by it and I got like hot in the middle of the night and so then I was like, sweaty on top of silk and just get so revolted they were brown too I just everything about oh. silk sheets should not be made they just shouldn't yeah. no yeah Oh, but they oh, feel so great. It's all about bamboo sheets. Have you guys body. tried bamboo? Yeah. Bamboo, bamboo sheets? It's a new They're thing. Great. Wait, I don't so know good. about this. What is it? Tell me. Uh, I Well, my mom got me into it. There, it's Bamboo is now this like, I don't know. I mean, I guess it has been for a long time, but people are like making socks out of bamboo now. What? Yeah. I mean, it's not like hard. Like, it's made into like <laughs> a cottony <laughs> feeling. Pretty just raw bamboo sheets. <laughs> but Deal you, with it. I have, yes. They're really yeah. comfortable. They are very soft. Wow. And they breathe. Yeah. Highly recommend. Highly recommend bamboo sheet and uh, <laughs> the secret that pandas have known for years <laughs> oh, well, how do you think pandas my mother sleep? is a panda bear oh, by we the know, way yeah. Yeah. oh I haven't Fam- told you guys that yeah, Jeffrey's yeah. mom is a famous panda <laughs> At the Atlanta Zoo. Oh. She's been there for years. <laughs> they let her out on Tuesdays and Thursdays. a lot Thursdays. of great suggestions. A lot of eucalyptus. Oreo is her name. <laughs> her name is Oreo. <laughs> she thinks that's so clever, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so proud. Uh, sounds lovely. Oh my god, I love that. I need to try. I need to. I need to get out. So, I need to get some uh, bamboo sheets. That's good to know. Yeah, good to know. Yeah, and no, and no ribbons. No, it's rib- so funny how like certain things just make you like certain clothes, clothing items just are just mm-hmm. like horrible, like uh-huh. horrifying. Um, I just always love costumes and stuff because sometimes like they're what's funny to me about like in this play that we're doing this like period show where we. Like things that I wear that are just completely not useful, yeah. that are just totally for the sake of like. Yeah. I wear this skirt. Oh, I was just thinking like about a that. Garden. It's a it's this shelf, and it's they've added mater- like material <laughs> underneath to give me like bigger hips. Uh-huh. Which God knows why do I need that? <laughs> but it's like, but just and it's this useless skirt. It serves no purpose but it's whatsoever. Only like half a skirt. It's almost. half a skirt. It 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 snaps in the front, <laughs> but it just goes around the back, and it's just like a gardening skirt. But it doesn't it doesn't cover the whole body it doesn't you're wearing like khaki shorts in the front I'm wearing or a jumper like a, a jumper, I'm wearing a okay. red jumper underneath oh, right. it all and then like but it's just like clothes are funny to me when they just don't serve any purpose None. and and also you can tell when people put clothes on because they want to show you they like look what I have yes. look at this that I found and uh-huh. you know and it's always like oh my god you actually you you <laughs> know yeah you like you chose to wear that brooch you chose to wear that and yeah. so much in like and what I think find funny and with is cl- I mean I think clothes are hilarious yeah that, you know because I'm like I just throw on whatever to you know get through the day totally. and it's like with people that are like when they talk about like important pieces mm-hmm. or and they just like look at you know and you're just like wow you really put a lot into that yeah. you spent a lot of money on that and you look ridiculous mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and you know um and i'm gonna laugh at you and you're <laughs> whatever you're wearing yeah and you're yeah. and your spring gloves spring <laughs> gloves <laughs> you know get ready yeah oh. seeing a lot of them oh. gloves are so, something that i can't i have this thing and my my skin i hate <laughs> wearing like rings Watches, jewelry, uh, watches, band aids. Even my skin like can't handle band aids. I can feel a band aid on the entire time it's on me. Do you wear a watch? No, I don't. No, I, I don't. Can't I can't do either. it. I don't deal with any of those kind of things. Um, I used so, to, but it's been years. Like it, it just it drives yeah. me crazy. And gloves. I mean, I have to be like freezing cold 
to put gloves on. Oh yeah, I don't. And, and an no. evening glove? No, absolutely oh, not. <laughs> Only for when I'm at home. Well, for the Met Gala. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yes, all the galas I go to. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Wonderful. Met ball parties. Met ball parties and stuff. You yes. need the long opera gloves course, for those. Course. Exactly. Yes. yes. Tim, what's up? Oh well. Um, Speaking of like ribbons and like church and hats. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, let's go. Let's go. keep going. <laughs> so I grew up uh, like Catholic, uh-huh, very okay. Irish Catholic, went to church every Sunday. Were there hats in that church? There were a lot of hats. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, you went, went to Catholic school. Catholic school, Catholic grade school, high school, college as well. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. But I, and it's those things that you look back on, you mm-hmm. know, as an adult, like you look back yes. on your childhood. Right. And like when my mom, like, God love her, but she, when she went through menopause, she was crazy. And like, uh-huh. my brothers are older than me, so they were out doing their thing. So I was like stuck, and there was a lot of tension. <laughs> and like church was like my outlet. Uh-huh. I think one because it was so quiet. <sighs> yeah. Wow. And I went through a period. And looking back now, I was just like trying to deal with my own sexuality. Uh-huh. Yeah. But there was a period, probably like seventh eighth grade leading into high school where i was like i think i'm i'm gonna become a priest and i have wow. never talked about this you really had that wow. real strong consideration i did i wow. did yeah i was like i'm gonna become a priest i don't have to deal with like family right. or right. relationships or you know i can deal with people and then go and leave i think that was it and also it's like they'll, i'll have the thing i wear every day I'll, yes I, I'll yeah. have a, they'll put no up, ribbons put no ribbons yeah. but you, you get a place to live yes. often yeah i mean i get it I yeah. think that's... Well, and also too, the like our parish priest drove a Porsche. Oh yeah, and it was like this well, those big guys thing. Are superstars. Oh, oh yeah. Well, come yes. to find out, he was laundering you know money from the church. Sure. Uh, of well, there's also they're that. always doing that too. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could launder money. Um, uh, but I had this whole thing of like that's what I'll do, and yeah. like our church bulletin had you know like two for one. Burger King Whopper coupons in there. I was like, this is great. <laughs> like, I, I have it all figured out. Exactly. My meals are covered. Um, for the, two for the price of one. Don't you think that's a lot of people? That's a lot of people's reason to become a priest. I think it totally. is a thing. Where, I mean, I really do think that 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 conversation happens, and they when they don't want to deal with their sexuality, Absolutely. when they don't have to answer those questions. Yeah. If I don't have to answer, I don't have a wife. Well, I'm a priest. Oh, excuse me, Father. Yes. You know, and then end of conversation. Yeah. You know, and yes, you have a place to live, and you get taken care of, and I think. You know, there's also that thing, you know, as a as a gay kid, when you grow up, even when you're surrounded by love and you have families that are great for you, you still have a feeling of who's going to take care of me. Right. Like at some point right. I'm going to be abandoned. I feel lonely on some level. I don't really know what it is. And it's, and it's not even a conscious thing. Right. But you but then because I mean, I think we've all dealt with the thing about like, what am I going to do for money and how am I going to afford totally. my life? And when I'm going to eventually get away from these people? Yeah. Who I, you I know, also had that thing, too, because like as a as like an actor now and a, a performer back then, I would look at like priests and be like, oh, I get to perform. Yeah. And I could I could probably oh, do a better job, make it yeah. more interesting. Oh, yeah. Of course. Well, so you there could. That. You could have. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm like sure. That. But then I had something happen in high school. I went to an all guys Catholic high school. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, boys. Come to find out all these things that you fantasize about happened to several people but me. Uh, uh, <laughs> were you mad? Were you like, why kind wasn't little, I touched? I was just a little like. Why wasn't I diddled why wasn't in the rectory? Yeah, but we that. had this like, I had a couple priests there that were like awful to me. Just terrible to me and then come to find out i ran into a friend who was like two years older than i was in high school 
And this is probably when I was in college. And he was like, oh, do you remember the principal when we were there? I was like, yeah. It's like, oh, well, he left the priesthood for a man who was like a lay art teacher at the school. So wow. they were clearly together. Uh-huh. And then he was just awful to like like me and other kids that were probably – he could – probably identify yeah, gay, yeah. because it's like couldn't. internalized homophobia totally. like totally they and will then, always like, be mean to the gay kids yeah. the gay gay uh, it's the saddest most awful thing but it's like that thing where they can also they they see in you like uh, that you you have a way out yeah, right. you still and have they the possibility the possibility in right. the future and they've like they see all the choices that they didn't make yeah and you know um and then they they see in you the thing in themselves they don't like and respect and love which is you know, they're yeah, it gay, was like gay, when, gay, they're gay, 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 honey. But it was when that, like, in freshman year, when that priest was so awful to me that I was like, but no, because you're that's you're what, a terrible. That's person. when you wow. were like, no, I don't want to do this. Yeah, oh, yeah wow, like, that's no. really great. It had that counter effect. Yeah, because I was going to ask, like, what it, what was it that you go, oh, I need to take this other path. I think it was. I, I also looking back, I don't think I was ever that serious about it, but it was in my, it was constantly in my head of like, oh, and also probably just not wanting to admit things to myself and like right, of course. wanting an escape and uh-huh. uh well and you're like you know and that the whole thing too like i'll have respect from my family they'll they'll be proud of me right. you know when you're growing up and that's kind of what you want and you want to feel you know um and i think it's that whole thing with like velvet rage where you either you go one way or the other you're either right. like i'm gonna be the most overachieving best student i'm gonna do everything right i'm gonna show everybody that i'm a good person or i'm gonna go the other way and just be like a just a, in your face yeah, you know right. angry loud whore you know yeah, or whatever yeah. but it's like you know you kind of you kind of go one way or the other with it because you're you know you're at odds with the whole thing yeah totally my brother and my brothers and my sister-in-law he used to call me Father Tim. Uh, the thing is, you could play. You could play a priest. Yeah, you'd, you'd be such you'd, a great priest on yeah. a show or in a movie or something. Uh, it'd be you so totally, much fun. Like I totally see that. You know, as a I role, you would totally play. See that? Yeah. I mean, I. I, I mean, I'm glad because you also a... have that like calming kind of like. Yes, you do. Uh, pri- not not that all priests are calming, but you know that energy of uh, of someone who's like a spirit, you're like a spiritual guide. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. Right. Right. I could totally see that. Yeah. But I, I mean, hate. like, I mean. I mean, and, yeah, we I'm it's accepting a offers. I mean, Jeffrey and I just could never be priests just oh, for our energy because no. yeah. I think we're because we're both just like okay, yeah, couple things or just like more like messy. couple things, Sister Diane. <laughs> <laughs> Have a seat. <laughs> Get comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lose the um, ribbon. But it's, it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it funny though the things you, as a kid you think you're going to do? Because like I, yeah. like I always loved animals growing up, and I still do. Um, well, I love dogs and cats. I'm not, you know, not, you know me. I'm not a fan of birds. I hate birds, and I hate rabbits, and I hate pigs. Do you hate <laughs> reptiles too? I don't have a real problem with reptiles, no, I but do. I, I don't. I don't. I want, out them, I want them out of here. Yeah, uh, I'm the same way. I'd be oh, fine if they were totally gone. I don't gone. care. I don't really have a thing. I hate uh, spiders are my thing that I, and ticks. I hate like arachnids. I hate yeah, those things. I get that. But um. Dogs and cats, I love. Fuck birds, they need to belong. They belong in the sky, and anyone <laughs> totally. that holds, a, a, you know, I, I can't deal with. Did you think you wanted to be a veterinarian? I wanted to be a veterinarian <laughs> when I was like five or six. I was like, I wanted to be a veterinarian. Also, I was a, I was such a little snot that it was one of the, the biggest words I knew. Uh, so I like oh, to yeah. walk around and say, I'm going to be a veterinarian, right? Because I was just <laughs> that little homo that like loved to know things. Oh, I was like. 
I, I loved it. I mean, I, when my, my mom tells stories about when I was like three years old and I tried watermelon. And I was like, I don't care for the texture. Oh. Three. Yes. The texture. This queen. But this queen yeah. has arrived. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. And I went up to my mom's cousin one time at a, a reunion and I was like, I was like, um, um, I was like, Jeannie, I love your plum sweater. <gasps> oh, plum God. sweater. Yeah. I, I would love a plum sweater, I mean, by the way. Yeah. And then Jeannie like looked at my mom and was like, okay, here we go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, but I did want to be, I wanted to be a vet. And then I like up through probably 10th grade, I wanted to be a doctor. And I really? thought I could be a doctor because, yeah. because it's just that stupid thing where you're like, I was good at science and math. Yeah. I was like a, I was like a, you know, in in Lincoln, North Carolina, good at science and math. Once I got to college, right. I was like, oh no, I am not good at these right. things. That's what I, I started but, out pre med in college. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, because you think like you make good grades, you know, and you're like, I'm. Everyone tells me I'm smart. Right. I'll just do that. And I loved helping people. Mm-hmm. And I always like loved. And we had a, I had a great. I lived next door to our family doctor. So, um, and he, they were Iranian in North Carolina. I didn't know any Jewish people. I didn't know any Catholic. Like people growing up, wow. but our next door really? neighbors were Shiite Muslim, wow. and um, they were from Iran, and so th- I loved that. Like I was like, "This is awesome!" And yeah. so I like really, and they were our favorite neighbors, and I, I looked up to them. And I don't know, I was always like, I was like, "I'm going to do that with my life." I have the world's shakiest hands. Every night I have to put on my makeup, <laughs> I get so mad at my hands because they shake all over my face when I try to put makeup on. And I'm like, "How could I have been like a surgeon <laughs> in yeah. so many ways?" Or just I, taking I would, someone's temperature. Even. I mean, I like, couldn't even right. do that. Yeah. I, would, I, would, I would get irritated with someone and just jab the thermometer down their throat and be like, deal, you know, I couldn't, there'd be so many reasons why I couldn't do it, aside from how, like, hard it is, hard it is to be a doctor, like, yeah. you know, and, um, imagine if you were a doctor right now, like, if, imagine so your strange. life, like, <laughs> if that's so what you were doing weird. today, right. like, seeing patients. Well, I think about that and I'm like, I, that would have been such a strange, horrible path for me. <laughs> also, another path that I, that I, um, for a hot minute considered and I'm like, like, oh my god I'm so glad I didn't do that and th- and this would definitely be like a, a choice that I you would definitely see me doing okay. and that was right after college I was offered to run my community theater well sure and <laughs> yeah. and for a hot minute I was like I have a job yeah. I'll go back home I can run the community theater I can I be can in charge star of star in the plays right I can do whatever yeah. I want yeah. and I back of the thing and oh my god I mean it can you imagine I mean it's something I think about all the time for myself because yeah. it is like such a like a nice like backup dream yeah I mean because in a lot of ways it does sound like refreshing to just like go somewhere and be like you know I'm direct yes we're in tech for nine to five yeah you know and yep, like exactly and we are you know we're doing auditions for birdie this weekend yep, and, yeah yeah um, you know that just always... sounds like and it's like it just sounds so nostalgic and fun because right, I grew yeah. up doing community theater yes, and, like, yes. and, and it's just oh it sounds so great but and like and like also you kind of miss the like politics of it all oh too, my god all the, like, crazy I mean, people yeah. I mean it was my outlet because I mean it's like I had high school and I had all the drama of high school and then I, at night I would go to my community theater and everyone was 40 and up same yeah I was like the only high school person that did it consistently there were a couple of high school pe- there were a couple of people that did it a little bit in there but um but I was so involved in their personal yeah. drama, and I would, and I was the. Uh, they added a, a position for me. I was like the youth representative, uh-huh, and so I would right. go like once a month to the community theater meetings. And I remember there was like a, there was like a woman that like threw a chair across a wall. because like uh-huh. she, we couldn't get the rights for. I mean, probably bye bye birdie. I mean, it was that thing where you were like, "What do you mean, Music Theater International won't call us back?" Chair against a wall, you know. And I, I was like, those people. and I was so into it, and I, you know. 
know. Um, and also, and I've talked about this in the podcast when I I was uh, busted for smoking pot my senior year of high school, and we got like I was stripped of every honor. Oh, I lost right. scholarship money. I had to give up everything. I couldn't be a, a an officer in any of the clubs. And the and the community theater was the only place that was like, you're good. We don't care. You have rehearsal or not, you know, and they, they, they just, it was, it made no difference. And I was directing the musical then. And I still, and even in college, I was. The show must go on, they say. That's, Mm -hmm. they do say that. I said, I'm actually the first one who said that. Oh, are yeah. you better than Peters? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you when you were in college? Because I think she's <laughs> she, she's a trademark. <laughs> she did trademark. But in college, I was so involved in the theater, and I have dreams about like what's the college theater season gonna be? Oh my god, I oh, literally wow. check. I check my community, my Rome, Georgia, Rome Little Theater in my hometown. Yeah. I still go on their Me message too. board twice a week. I mean, I do mine yep. too. Yeah. And then the other day, I got mad. They were doing. Like, what were they doing? <laughs> they were doing something, and I was like mad. I wasn't. Oh, they're doing August Osage County. What? And I got like in ang- Rome, Georgia. Yeah, and I got angry. Uh, I was like, oh, why am I not directing yeah. this? I got oh angry, and then I was God. like, what are you doing? What? Are you <laughs> why didn't they call about? me? It could have helped out so much. <laughs> like what? Well, it's like when you do go. You know, when you do decide to do this professionally, there's just so much unknown, and it's so hard. And you know, you have a lot of downtime, and you're being told you're told no a lot. And yeah, there's it's just it's terrifying. You know, and it's but it's also like what you when you know, doing titillating and fun. exactly yeah, 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 yeah. and it and it keeps you you know excited and with it and you get to work with the best people in the world in your in your profession <laughs> then you're like yeah. at home like like oh god they're doing nine to five oh, I god. know and you're like if I get back to a community theater there's a set season yeah you know we plan our five or six shows a year and we're always in rehearsal for something and always doing something and yeah. everything gets like a two or three weekend run and, and then we, we get move like on a to the next one budget yeah and like, you know everybody you know, talks and, about it. And the town, right, 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 and, then, uh, you know, and your and, days are like filled with that, yeah, right, for the whole and, year, yeah, and that's just what you do with your life. And then, what are we but doing? Then you th- but then think about <laughs> ten thirty p.m. <sighs> the drive home. Or or, yeah. the, or, the, or worse, the cast going to like Waffle House, uh-huh. grabbing a late night bite after play oh, practice. I mean, I mean, that I, was my oh whole. God. Life. To to I would be, I would be violently round. overweight. I would be <laughs> oh, violently full blown alcoholic. I would be a full blown alcoholic, a cocaine addict. Yeah. Over somehow <laughs> Rome, still overweight. Rome, Georgia, you would find okay. cocaine. You know, yeah, yeah, I would make it. Or, I don't know. You know. We would somehow figure it out. Yeah, I yeah, so bitter. Yes. So bitter. Refused oh. to go to New York ever. Oh, oh completely. <laughs> oh, we've had so many stories like, could have done that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. That town's a rat race. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Shunning it like... <laughs> Just talking yeah. shit about everybody, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. I know. And that's the, you know, the, you know, you get it's the pain and the itch of when you actually start doing it. You're like, I have to keep doing this because it's what I love so much. It's my drug. Yeah. And if I did go home or I did go to a small place, I would just be annoying to everyone involved. Oh, I would, you know, people yeah. wouldn't care. Because the greatest thing about you know doing community theater is that like you have people who are plumbers and teachers and yeah, yeah, yeah. that live lives and they do it for the sheer love of what they yeah, do. There for like, right. and some many times they're very talented and they really are committed to it and they care about it, but they don't care about your stories about <laughs> yeah. you know Marin Mazzi. Right. And they don't care <laughs> that you're gonna be like, <laughs> no, 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 no. They don't care that that Marilyn Roll Along documentary right. is now streaming on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're not gonna be excited about that. Yeah, I would so, also feel like I would definitely get arrested for having like sexual relations with like a 17 year old. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, if yeah, I was yeah, still yeah, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. would have happened. Years ago, uh-huh. like when I was like twenty three, uh-huh. <laughs> right? Exactly, happened. and then like yeah. oh. 
<laughs> I know, I know. So it's just sort um, of a dark path to go down. Well, yeah, so but, my revelation is that I, <laughs> no. I don't like ribbons. <laughs> I don't like ribbons, but I love. But I like boys. them young. Yeah, <laughs> gross. I don't. I don't. No, I know, but it, I do think that you know we've talked a lot about on here about like nature nurture situations, and you're like. You know, it's a little bit of both in those situations. You get put in those in those things, and you're just like, "Oh, who cares?" Oh, yeah. Some, my like, life is horrible. My life is horrible. <laughs> yeah. You know, it would just be the worst. You know, I don't know. <sighs> Oof. Anyway, so I'm 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 glad. I'm glad none of us are in our hometowns no. running our community theaters, and I'm also glad you're not a priest. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm so glad you're not a priest for so many reasons. I'm right. Uh, oh God, I can't imagine. Can, I, I this just would be awful. I, I know somebody who I. Like knew through friends growing up, who is now a priest, really a Catholic a, priest, a Catholic priest, and it's it kind of like makes me sad, yeah, because he does these like you know, we're like, both like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's like a really good looking guy, but he just leads like like walks and and pickets. <laughs> what? And he goes to like Washington D.C. and does these like anti-abortion. Oh, oh god, or you know, or like it's just it's kind of sad. Because oh, he was like sad, yeah. the jock in high school, and like went off. Think, and, well, never mind. I'll yeah. ask you that. Yeah, but mm-hmm. we. Th- yeah, sure. Yeah, he's there's not a gonna, lot. He's of, not going to listen to this. Sure, yeah. and you don't. You really don't know. You, you may really be a hardcore Drew Druggy fan. As most of Earth is, yes, I think right. most of the planet is listening to us. Right most now, priests and priests love a podcast. Priests love podcast. They love you know like a really irreverent L.A. based gay podcast. Right. They were like, oh, yes, please. Um, hey, maybe they do. It's, you know, it is sad when people who can't deal with their own demons push that off onto other yeah. people. Because yeah. it's yeah. so, what that's so much of that it's about. And, and then there are people who are like called to do it. And you're like, if you're, you know, called to, you know, because I'm all about respecting people's faith and if yeah. that's what works for them, it's like, great if you feel really called to it. But, but once you start marching against human rights, yeah, you've kind of lost that's your mind. It gets a little crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I just don't understand why that's like you feel the need to. And the the scariest thing is that like you know with with everything, it's like when you are when you feel like God's on your side, that's the scariest person to be around, and that's the yeah, right. you know, because that's the person because then like, that's your answer, right? For everything. Always, yeah. You know, who needs logic when you know you know he knows the answer, he knows what I'm doing is yeah. right, mm-hmm. and you just really like you know. We're going to go to church after this, guys? Yeah. Oh, it is su- it's Sunday, but we can go to Sunday Mass. Or, I mean, Wednesday, it's right. I definitely want to, like, scrub and flagellate myself, <laughs> like, for several hours. Just scrub. <laughs> I'm uh, hearing confession. Uh, yes, yes. Well, you grew up at going to church, too, right? Not as, not, I, I grew up, I went to Catholic school oh, until did? I was okay. in eighth grade. Um, but it was, like, only, it was, like, the private school in my town. So, it was, right. like, my parents just, like, sort of sent us there. But we weren't. Catholic. We were Episcopalian. Okay. But we grew up going, but it was more to like, it was more of a social thing. Like, my mom had a women's clothing store. A lot of people who shopped there would come to, ch- like, would right. meet at church. So it was like a and networking. Did you work there at some point? Did I never were. I was always, like, very young. I was there. I grew up there, like, every, went there every day after uh-huh. school. Uh-huh. Uh, and so I was there for, like, four hours every day of my childhood. It was called Ragtime Boutique. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, it was like, <laughs> that is the greatest yeah. thing ever. And, and that I is the that. Of the little boy oh, going, you know. And the, the sign was, like, this <laughs> 
wooden carved sign of the most <laughs> fabulous woman you've ever seen in the biggest hatch, like a like a yes. enormous hat. Is there would, a ribbon on it? No, but like like flowers and fruit and like so, <laughs> oh my God. so many things. Like things. Were, it was almost like the hat was a cornucopia, you know. Like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And it was just like the biggest thing. And she was laid and she was like laid out with her legs stretched oh. out and just like sort of her arms stretched, just like reclining back. And it said uh, the most enticing in town, ragtime boutique. Wow. wow. And it was, it, they were actually like, really, my mom like went, would go to New York and like get, like go to market and yeah. find cool designers mm-hmm. and stuff and sold really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but then would also have like half of it was like cool stuff. And then half of it was like, you know, like, like sweatshirts with cats on them. Uh huh. Exactly. You know, a lot exactly. Of that, that kind you gotta of have thing. something for everybody. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Howard Finster. Do you know that? Like, no. He's like a southern, uh, like religious painter. Oh. But, but like folk art. Uh-huh. You know, like that really yeah. colorful uh-huh. folk art. Yeah. Yeah. So there yeah, was yeah, a lot yeah. of that in there. Uh, a lot of handmade jewelry. But then like a lot of really cool raw silk clothing. <laughs> oh, yeah. It all no, comes back say, to raw silk. My mother would have loved that because my mom was an in, interior designer. And so like we always would go yeah. in these. Shops and my mom loved boutiques and she loved like local places yeah. and she loved funky uh-huh. jewelry and like a you know a, you know a and crazy my, shoe and then or my, something. My you know. mom, this the Ragtube boutique shared a uh, retail space with a play, with a children's clothing boutique called Little Goose and Gander. <laughs> <laughs> and Little Goose and Gander, I won't say the woman's name, but the woman who I think started it and ran it was like this crazy person who I can't believe it. Who I was <laughs> I was always convinced was uh, was like. S- well, never mind. She was crazy. But so, but then she got arrested for she was having an affair with her son's best friend who was 13 years old. Oh my god. They were she was picking him up in the middle of the night. He was like climbing out his window. She was getting in the car. They were like driving around town like having sex all over the place. Oh my Whoa. god. 13. He was 13 and then he the kids started bragging about it to the friends at school. Of course. Obviously yes. it gets to the parents. This he, the woman gets arrested. She was in prison for like a couple years. Oh my god. Uh, little goose and gander had to be so run what's good for the goose. <laughs> it's not good for the gander. Not long after she got out of prison, she went back to running the children's clothing boutique. No. No. I don't know how that happened. And then there was a man who tried, she would like stay there late at night working in the office. (laughs) Already crazy. And a guy tried to break in and the alarm system went off and the alarm starts beeping and the woman comes out of her office with her gun (gasps) that she kept on her at all times and shot the guy. Oh my God. In the leg. And like, oh my God! I th- didn't get arrested. That I don't think she went to prison for that. But it was the the talk of the town when she got of arrested course. for well, of course, for having sex with that kid for well, years. I mean, absolutely. I still bring it up every time I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm always, I, I check in on her on Facebook all the time. Oh, and this is you what I'm fascinated by. You know mm-hmm. that like small town. And she was she seemed like she was played by Kathy Moriarty, like oh, 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 yeah. like a younger oh, but like like 80s Kathy but Moriarty, like a Georgia. A Georgia. Larger kind of woman with like graph, grush, uh-huh. you know, kind of voice, chain yeah. smoker, so, but still kind of sexy. Like maybe Celia Weston. 
No, well, Celia more, West is a little low energy. More like look like Sybil Shepherd, like in the later oh, okay, years okay. of the sitcom. Okay, you great. Know? But like, kind of had that gruffness. Beverly D'Angelo, Kathy Moriarty, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I just I love wow. that it's like a southern little goose and gander, little goose and gander. <laughs> oh my god! And I love she's just like shooting and fucking and still part of the community. Yep. And Gets right like, back in there. Yeah. She'd also had an affair, like years before, <laughs> had an affair with the local female tennis pro. <gasps> yes. Susan, By I think curious. was her name. Yep. And like, I love she, it. This, like the butchest lesbian you've yes. ever met. Like yes. had an affair with her, broke Susan's heart, moved on to a 13-year-old boy. <laughs> 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 like she's everything that like the right-wing Christians are afraid are queer right, people. Exactly. And yet they, and that they, they go to her store and <laughs> yeah, buy clothes. Yeah. And, and she and was let, fully one of them and too. And fully, it goes to the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the, you know, that's the thing too. That it's like I have never the, the fear that this the side has about like you know trans people in bathrooms or like totally. you know they see like, I'm like have you looked in your backyard what's actually happening in your town because there's yeah. so much drama there's so much scandal yeah and there's always like I mean small towns have it more than anywhere else because the big cities people are oh, too totally. busy totally they have too much shit to do or they're like working too hard because like they can't afford everything <laughs> too expensive yeah. and so they don't have time to sit around and go. You know, how can I? And they're like you know, four bedroom house thinking, right, like, I'm right. bored exactly. as fuck. I'm going to go fuck a kid. I know. <laughs> you know? Like, exactly. That's, what, that's honestly what happens. <laughs> they, 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 just, they get really bored. They fall in love with pills <laughs> yeah. and they're just like, I. what else am I going to do today? Oh, yeah. And I, like, um, I already have a lake house. I might as right. well go do this. Yeah, let's use it. And, you know, and that is the one thing where it's like, you know, and I knew, I mean, it's like I spent a summer in Kentucky before I moved out here when I did summer stock and, and I got way, it was like my definitely like sluttiest time in my life, which was like nothing for anybody else. But for me, I was like, oh, sure. You know, and, um, and I was, and I was trying every drug I could get my hands right. on. I was like experimenting with everything. And everybody was like, you're moving to LA. You're going to be dead in a year. Like you are just not in, you're not. And I go, no, in LA, I'll have a structure. I'll know what I'm there to do. I will meet like-minded people. The stakes are higher. You right. have to yes. make money. Right. And I, and it's my start of my new life. I'm here. I'm in Prestonsburg, Kentucky. <laughs> right. And you know, everyone here is just like doing pills and what else are you going to do? You know, it's yeah. like, so you just do that. And I get why. It is such a bigger problem in these smaller places because yes. people are just bored and yeah. they're like, we don't have enough going on. And, and yes, they, things aren't expensive. And so they don't really have to work that hard to get what yeah. they want. So just like and spend so, money on opioids. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and I would be, and I'm no better than, than anyone. No, I would be I the same. same. That's way. what I'm saying. Yeah. I would be there doing that and, and a part of those like horrible scandals mm-hmm. or just like talking about it while I'm chain smoking at Waffle House <laughs> on my third, you know, you know, Waffle. ham steak. <laughs> <laughs> and you know and sneaking bourbon into my sweet tea oh, and just being like you know uh, what you know what life is good life is great <laughs> oh I think we're gonna do Harvey next year I mean you know just like I don't think you you know you, it's just that's it's what it is it's what yeah, it is meanwhile yeah. you know we're out here going oh my god I've got it I've got to keep going I gotta keep going gotta keep doing it so I, well, yeah, yeah I don't know I don't know well, I believe we're out of time on that <laughs> note. On that sad note, I'm like, oh. But we're all out here. Yeah. We're, we're out here. We're doing what we can. It. 
<laughs> just trying to like you know connect and I don't know make it happen I don't really to know be connecting in Burbank exactly a new film I talk about Burbank <laughs> almost every week on, on the show it's, you I love, love that it's Burbank a, I love Burbank your favorite thing to say when you're drunk is can someone give me a ride to Burbank <laughs> it really is <laughs> it's literally something you say every time I'm around you and you've had any, like a sip of alcohol <laughs> <laughs> I love no matter where you, way, no matter where you are no matter I where you say that even if I'm in Burbank, yeah, or in New York. Or in Burbank. Yeah, I um, I one of my favorite go-to's is is also being drunk and asking people for a ride to the airport. Yeah, like yeah. in the middle of a party, like, can I get a ride to the airport? Yeah, you love. I that. don't know why it makes me laugh. Like you would all of a sudden be like, wait, you have a plane? To catch? <laughs> yeah. Where are you going? What are you doing? Why are you here? And the later it is, the funnier. Right. Yeah, I know, exactly. And just the worry, like, no my one flights here in an hour. We gotta exactly. go. I gotta go now. True, it's one a.m. Security. Oh my god. I have large steamer trunks to take. I should have a lot to get through. Oh, my Lord. Uh, All right. Well, get me to Burbank, even uh, when I'm already here. Get me to Burbank. <laughs> this should be your cat, like your sign off. <laughs> good night and get, get me to Burbank. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I wish Rachel uh, Maddow always <laughs> signed off saying yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> That would make so much weird sense. Yeah, I would I love it. All right. Well, I want to thank my wonderful guests, Jeffrey Self and Tim McKernan. Thank you, thank guys. You. This was so fun. It's yeah. so fun. So delightful and easy. And I always love it. It's just an excuse to hang out. Which fan is of all you do. Wonderful. Likewise. Love Back it. at you. All right, guys. Have a great week. Get me to Burbank. <laughs> this has been another episode of Drew Drogi's Minor Revelations. Goodbye. Goodbye. 